Good morning, or in German, Guten Morgen. Thank you for coming to the last German SST convocation. Um, right now we're planning on doing, well, first off, my name is Matt Donat. Uh, we're planning on doing an introduction PowerPoint right now. Um, we're planning on sh sharing some exciting so songs, funny stories, and some inspirational experiences today. Um, well, I guess we'll start with the PowerPoint, where we'll introduce ourselves then, all right? There we go. My service assignment took me to the Thuringian, Thuringian Forest, where I worked at a vocational school for kids of families of immigrants or low-income families. The building was a mess. That was the best side I could find. And it was obvious that their funding was at a minimum. So it surprised me that I was invited to go with the faculty and staff on a Viking cruise only a week into service. The cruise started in the recess of a forest on a small lake. The cruise itself was more or less created to entertain tourists in the area, which seemed odd to me why we would go. During the cruise, we did what everyone does during any Viking cruise. We made rings, threw spears. <laughs> I didn't do very well. Shot arrows, and played took of war. My team won. After that, it was a pretty simple meal of fish or pork with veggies and bread. By this time, I'm somewhat surprised that my group leaders would send, would spend this much money on kind of a pointless trip. Then um, while I was pondering on the bow of the ship, one of the captains of the ship came and started to talk to me in English, really good English. I had spent the past week getting frustrated about not, uh, about not understanding most of the German. So I was giddy with excitement. He apparently was gathering money to move to Michigan with his wife. He was going to move a month after I met him. And he asked me frequently how well I knew the area. And I was very happy to explain to him about the wonderful weather we have in Michiana. He decided he'd move to California instead. Apparently, he doesn't like Michiana weather. But this entire trip led me to understand that life is not a set flow of events from start to finish. You have to expect the unexpected to happen, because it always will. You'll always find a random German guy who knows English and is going to move to the US. Hello, um, my name is Aaron Kaufman. Um, I think I speak for all of us when I say that we all met some really interesting people while we were on SST. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about one of the, the people I met. Unfortunately, I do not have a picture of him. Um, his name was Uva, and he was on the service location that Josh and I went to. And um, he had was born in Germany, but had lived 13 years of his life in Ireland. And so he spoke fluent English and fluent German. 
but his German had an Irish accent, and his English had a German-Irish accent, which is a very interesting accent. I can't imitate it, but if you ever get a chance to hear it, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Uva had been working as a social worker in Northern Ireland and had uh, decided to come back to Germany to, uh, to work uh, with the, the youth there at the Salvation Army we were at. And um, he was just a very interesting person who taught me a lot about respect and, um, and just the need for, for social justice in the world. And it was a lot of fun getting to know him. Um, my name is Josh Hofer, um, and as Aaron mentioned, we were on service for the second half in Chemnitz, inner city Chemnitz, at a Salvation Army, and we decided that we, need some, we needed something to uh, top off our experience on service for the last week, and so we were determined we would go to a German club, and... Uh, we picked Club del Sol, which is one of the nicer clubs in Chemnitz, and we had it all planned out one evening, and uh, we had kind of asked around, oh yes, this is the best club, this is, this is the one to go to, and I, I convinced Aaron that we needed to dress up for this. Uh, this was against my better judgment. Yeah. And, but my definition of dress up, you know, most people would have gone in like nice clothes and everything. I, I thought we'd be uh, slightly eclectic about it. So I got out my, he got out, he, uh, I, I had a tank top and my jeans and I was looking cool. And my headband. He made the headband out of a sock. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I didn't have a, you know, as I was like, yeah, he did, I didn't have a headband so I used uh, like one of my church socks and I had it all tied up. And then he had like some purple pants and nice shirt, and we, we looked a little bit odd. Yeah. We, we, so, um, so we headed off to Club Del Sol. Um, so <clears throat> it was raining the evening we went, uh, and so we walked the, I don't know, maybe mile and a half to this club in the rain, and so we got there and we're kind of soggy and uh, wearing some odd clothing. And we get to the door, and there's probably the three largest German bouncers I've ever seen in my life <laughs> standing at the door, giving us very disapproving looks. And they said something to us, but it was quite rapid, and we weren't exactly sure what they said, but we got the idea that they weren't going to let us in. And so, um, I don't know about you guys, but... The, uh, the whole three German bouncers thing was a little intimidating, and so we decided not to push the matter. Um, and unfortunately, we didn't get to uh, actualize our dream of going to a German club, and that was our last weekend in Chemnitz, so we didn't even get to go again next week. So our, uh, yes, our vaunted uh, German club trip was uh, sadly come to an end, though we don't actually know why I mean, technically speaking, it might not have been our clothes, but there's like a 95% chance. And, yeah. So uh, just right, we just 
it was just one of those experiences that um, we made for ourselves that you'll probably like odd experiences like that you look back on and 15 years and that's the kind of thing you know interesting experiences that kind of like jump out and shock you and those are the things that you remember so they're the kind of the interesting things that are really special on trips like this so. Hi, I'm Rosemary, and my service location took me to a little town called Awa in southwest Saxony, and there I worked at um, a rest home for elderly folks, um, and on the very, I think it was the third to last day I was there, I met a woman named Angela Breitfeld, and she had been on vacation almost the entire time that I was there. She was really excited to meet me, and she wanted to take me and take me around and let me do all of these things. And I was like, I'm leaving in two days. And I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know what to say to her. But I went with her and her daughter, and her daughter's Canadian friend. We all went to, um, we drove halfway across eastern Germany, and went to the border town of Gerlitz. And I went to Poland, but only for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and we, we walked around her, the Angela spoke only German. She knew a little bit of English and almost nothing. And um, the Canadian, Stephanie, she spoke almost no German. So we spent the whole day translating back and forth because um, the daughter and I both could do both pretty well. And we went to a church and a medieval town center and a cafe. And, um, and then we went to Poland, which was mostly just the same, but dirtier and louder <laughs> than the German side of the river. And then we had gone back and we had what they called a traditional German barbecue. And that was really fun. And we spent hours, li literally hours, I think I was at their house for about four, out four and a half hours. And we talked for a long time about, I explained why I was vegetarian and they didn't really get it. Because <clears throat> they're a little, they're pretty into meat in Germany. And I, we talked for a long time about Obama and U.S. foreign policy. And it was a really amazing discussion with having actually four separate nationals there. Because um, Angela is also a Polish citizen, which is really interesting. And so we had... That all of that whole roundtable discussion late into the night, and we sat around a fire and looked out over the mountain valley where we were. And this was this was the night before I was to the next morning. I was going to get up and go to the train and go back to Jena. And so this was the very end of my service location. And I had just met these people, like other than Angela, I had just met these people that morning. And I was just having this amazing experience, and I had this amazing day with them all day, right before I was supposed to leave. And so I had kind of, like, the last few days, I would kind of started to emotionally, like, check out a little bit for my service location. And this just kind of, like, brought me back and made me really realize that, like, I really needed to, like, be there, like, every moment. And that had been a struggle for me for a lot of service, to just, like, be there emotionally the whole time. And I managed to do that that day, and I had an amazing experience, and I met these amazing people, and I'm still writing to them, and I think... With, I think they're coming to Toronto sometime this spring, and I think I might go up there and meet up with them. And I just, I don't know, I feel really blessed that I was able to have that experience on my last day and have an amazing 
last day in my service location. I'm Leah Moreno, and this is Matt Donat. And our service location, of course, a thing, was at a family Christian community camp called Siloa in Neufrankenroda, Germany. Um, this camp has many purposes, the most popular services being a retreat center and resting place for pilgrims, and a field trip location for children. I was on service with Matt and Nick and who I felt very blessed to be with because they were two people that I didn't know very well and I had the pleasure of building a relationship with who can share in my love with Siloa. It was during service where I felt I was most changed. There was a particular week in which we had over 75 kids come to Siloa for a kinder camp uh, week program. From what I had seen and shared with them, I think Nick, Matt, and I each had a different and very significant interaction with these kids that had us talking about how much we were going to miss them once the week was done. Yeah, like getting beat up by uh, three seven-year-old girls or um, the possibility of me entertaining uh, 50 kids with my mad uh, wood-chopping skills. I felt most confident speaking German with these two particular girls and sharing my stories with America of with them as they told me about all the English classes they were taking, asking me if I personally knew Hannah Montana, and <laughs> repeatedly telling me how cute Nick was. <laughs> After having to say goodbye to all of the kids, we only had a week left in Siloa before we were to head back to Yena. The workers at Siloa had a party for us that night before we left, and we said our goodbyes to some of the people there that we wouldn't be seeing the next morning before we left for the train station. I remember Nick saying, wow, this might be the last time we ever see them. Well, I didn't want that to happen. Before I left, I had been given an application to be on the team of the year, which is a group consisting of four girls and four guys who plan the events at this camp. Um, and it was given to me by one of the founders of Siloa, in which he told me, you are more than welcome to work here. He also mentioned how it was a shame that Goshen wouldn't be sending their students to Germany anymore, and how he wanted us to spread, that, to spread the word that Siloa is always looking for people to come and work and be a part of their community. I plan to return to my service location the summer after I graduate from Goshen to work at Siloa for a year. There's not much that's holding me back. After having worked for a wonderful woman in the kitchen who spoke nothing but German and could only say thank you and top secret in English, <laughs> and after having built a relationship with a girl named Kati, who wrote me a letter telling me how I was a true friend that she will hold forever in her heart, I can't help but need to go back. So, if anyone else here is interested, Siloa is always looking for help in the summer, whether you can speak German or not. And now, we're going to play a game that we played a few times at Siloa. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Father Abraham, um, but we're going to be singing it in German this morning. Uh, the English words are there, but please try and sing the German lyrics, uh, as well as doing the body motions. And also, after this, Nick will be sharing some final closing words after the game, so stand up. Follows, uh, Father Abraham 
hatte sieben Söhne, sieben Söhne hatte Vater Abraham, und sie aßen nicht, und sie tranken nicht, und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. And, it's, and the tune is very similar to the English Father Abraham. So, try and sing it with us if you can, and do the motions, please. Vater Abraham hatte sieben Söhne, sieben Söhne hatte Vater Abraham, und sie aßen nicht, und sie tranken nicht, Und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. Rechte Arm. Vater Abraham hatte sieben Sonne. Sieben Sonne hatte Vater Abraham. Und sie aßen nicht. Und sie tranken nicht. Und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. Rechte Arm. Linke Arm. Vater Abraham hatte sieben Sonne. Sieben Sonne hatte Vater Abraham. Und sie aßen nicht. Und sie tranken nicht. Und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. Rechter Arm, linker Arm, rechtes Bein. Vater Abraham hatte sieben Sonne. Sieben Sonne hatte Vater Abraham. Und sie aßen nicht. Und sie tranken nicht. Und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. Rechter Arm, linker Arm, rechtes Bein, linkes Bein. Vater Abraham hatte sieben Sonne. Sieben Sonne hatte Vater Abraham. Und sie aßen nicht, und sie tranken nicht, und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. Rechter Arm, linker Arm, rechtes Bein, linkes Bein, Kopf. Vater Abraham hatte sieben Sonne, sieben Sonne hatte Vater Abraham. Und sie aßen nicht, und sie tranken nicht, und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. Rechter Arm, linker Arm, rechtes Bein, linkes Bein, Kopf, Tonge. Father Abraham had a sieben Sonne, sieben Sonne at the Father Abraham. Und sie aßen nicht, und sie tranken nicht, und sie hatten auch gar kein Geld. Okay, you can sit down. Never before has Canvo been so interactive. All right, um, I'm Nick Bauman. And as you might have seen earlier on the PowerPoint, uh, Germany SST is sometimes, sometimes called the Weenie SST. And this is probably because it's not a third world country. Oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah. yeah pretty picture to look at. Um, though, though Germany SST tends to be different than many of the other SSTs, for example, uh, in most SST experiences, the members get attention for being white in a vastly non-white population, whereas with our group, uh, Gary gets attention for being black in a vastly white population. So one difference there. And even though Germany SST did not allow me the experience of encountering scorpions or lions, it was eye-opening nonetheless in a number of ways which I did not expect. Uh, what I found to be most eye-opening above even than German culture's openness to nudity, was the power and reality that stereotypes and perspectives played. For example, due to the stereotype that Americans just drive their cars everywhere, I was asked more than once if I knew how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> I wanted to throw the stereotypes back by inquiring how many beers they had been drinking. Uh, but instead, I simply denounced the stereotype by assuring them of my bike riding capabilities. 
Another eye-opening experience was when I was asked a couple of times in reference to certain action movies they had seen if it is really that violent in the States. And one time, referring to The Simpsons, I was asked if the houses really look like that. Houses which to me, of course, seem just regular, ordinary, normal houses. You see, even though Germany is a developed country, the vast majority of its entertainment, movies, TV, music, etc., comes from the States. So a German's perception of America and Americans are largely based on what they observe in movies and on TV. I think we would all agree that although movies, like stereotypes, contain some level of truth or reality, there is a significant distinction from the actual truth. Now Germans, of course, realize that movies aren't real, but it is, the it is interesting to note the power of movies to form stereotypes in the viewer anyway. I know, they have I know they have been influenced by movies and TV because of the reactions I got, particularly from teenage groups, when they found out that I was, Ameri that I was American. I got reactions like, oh, that's so cool, or bow down to him. <laughs> when, when noting how cool the average American is in a movie compared to the actual American, it becomes apparent why I received such reactions. Kind of scary to realize the true power and influence movies can have. SST is an opportunity to experience another culture, to transform perce perceptions, and to come home with new eyes. Though Germany is not a third world country, my experience did allow me to come home with new eyes. To learn a different way of life and to learn about another country's views of my own country forced me to question my beliefs and perceptions of normal which may have otherwise gone unchallenged. To wrap it up, here is a list of assumptions you may have that would perhaps be challenged by German culture, keeping in mind that there are always exceptions. So, the assumption that doorknobs are circular, that making out at the dinner table or in public is inappropriate, <laughs> the assumption that two-way roads have two lanes, that SpongeBob SquarePants' name is exactly that and not SpongeBob Spongehead, uh, the assumption that all toilets can be flushed in the same manner. The assumption that ping pong is a game played inside. That a sandwich has two pieces of bread, one on bottom, one on top. That pressing shift and three makes a number sign. That certain content on American radio songs gets censored. And finally, the assumption that highways have speed limits. With my house dad driving, I was able to reach previously uncharted speeds. So. Uh, thanks everyone for letting us share our experience. If you want to stay longer and groove to Father Abraham, that's cool. Otherwise, have a good day.